As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. One of the things that I hope grows out of this particular portion of our study is a deepened appreciation and love for the precious name of Jesus Christ. You know, when, when you hear the name Jesus, it ought to stir in you the greatest uh, sense of worship, of awe, of love and admiration and adoration. Uh, that's our Savior. <laughs> He's our friend. He's our Lord and Master. He's our guide. Uh, the name of Jesus should never be used lightly. It should be ne never used in a flippant way. You know, we talk about not using God's name in vain, and almost without exception, uh, we, we consider that that's cursing. But I would say to you that even a believer can use the name of Christ lightly, and it should never be so. We're in Acts chapter 3 and Acts chapter 4. We've seen here how all of the work of God that is advancing, this continuing uh, press of the gospel, revolves around the name of Jesus. Remember, there's power in his name. Then there's persecution for his name. Then there was pardon by his name. Then they're preaching in his name. And today, we add to this great truth, uh, we learn something about praising his name. Uh, this, this brings us to the Godward aspect. You see, you can talk about persecution and preaching, and you're thinking about men and audiences and uh, the world we live in. Praise always brings us to God. We return today to Acts chapter 4, and we pick up where we left off in verse number 21. The Bible says, So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people, for all men glorified God for that which was done. Look at the great contrast here. On one hand, you have threatening, and on the other hand, you have praising. So one group is threatening these apostles. Don't you use the name of Jesus. And all the people, seeing what miracle was done in the life of this man that had been healed, they're all glorifying God. Might I say, everybody's doing one of two things. They're either speaking against God or they're speaking for God. You're either lifting up the Lord or you're fighting against what God is doing. The Bible continues in verse 22. For the man was above 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing was showed. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. Now, let me pause here for just a moment in Acts chapter number 4 and verse number 23 and point something out. Those who go out from the church, those who go out to, to minister the word of God, to, to preach and to teach and to labor, should come back and report to local assemblies on what God is doing. Uh, there's an accountability in that, of course, but it's more than that. It is for the purpose of praising God those who hold the ropes at home in prayer and support for the laborers ought to be able to rejoice together. I've marked in my Bible this phrase, their own company. You see, everyone should belong somewhere. Where do you belong? Who do you identify with? Uh, where will you return? Who do you say, these are, are the people that I identify with in the Lord? 
And so when they arrive, they give the report. The Bible says in verse number 24, when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is. So now the church is praising God. The multitudes were praising God for what they had seen. Now the local assembly is praising God. Do you see how everyone is brought to the same place, to the point of praising the Lord? The multitudes are praising God. The apostles are praising God. Now the the pastors and the people in Jerusalem are praising God. And so everyone lifting up their voice, and, and here again this repeated expression, with one accord. Remember in the opening chapter of Acts, We saw them praying in one accord. Now they're praising in one accord. I love the fact that their praise begins all the way back at creation and comes forward. They continue in verse 25. Who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed both Herod and And Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. I love this. They see even in the hatred of Herod, even in the sentence of Pontius Pilate, even in the anger of the Gentiles and the persecution of the people of Israel, even in that they see God's hand. They see that beyond it all the Lord is at work. That behind all the details, God is accomplishing his plan for the ages. Verse 29, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done. Here's the key phrase. By the name of thy holy child, Jesus. I love that expression, don't you? Thy holy child. It's a reminder Uh, of his nativity, of course, that he came, of his humanity, that he was all man, but also of his deity, that he is the only begotten son of the heavenly father. So they're praising in his name. Let me give you three simple thoughts today from these verses that we've read. First of all, notice the extent of their praise. The extent of the praise, verse 21 says that all the people were glorifying God. That's the goal, isn't it? that everybody know the Lord and everybody give glory to God. That's the extent. Then I would challenge you to read again their their praise and their prayer in these verses and notice the content of their praise. Basically, they are praising God as both creator and Christ. You can't separate the two because Christ is the one by whom all things are created, uh, Colossians tells us. But God created this world with the with the idea then that Christ would come as Savior for this fallen humanity. And so uh, we, we see his creative work, and then we see the work he's doing to make a new creation through the person of Jesus Christ. It is centered on God's great power and also God's great plan of salvation. But then don't miss this, because not only do we see the, the extent of their praise, it was all people glorifying God, and the content of their praise him as creator and Christ, but notice the intent of their praise. The intent of their praise was that through praising God, they would enter more deeply into prayer. That's why all through the New Testament, praise and prayer are always connected. We're we're to watch in prayer with thanksgiving. 
We come to God with praise as we pray. Why is that? Because when you begin praising God, two things happen. Number one, it gets heaven's attention. This brings great glory to God. Number two, it increases your own faith to believe God for much more. Do you see how their praise, their, their glorifying God, led them then to ask for more boldness to speak the word? Led them to pray that more of God's signs and wonders would be accomplished. Could I challenge you to do something today? Praise the Lord in your praying. Because here's what you're going to find. As you praise God, the Lord gets great pleasure, but you gain increased faith. You begin to meditate on all that God has done and all that God can do, and it stirs you to believe God and ask God for much more. I hope somewhere, sometime, somehow today, you will pause for a few moments as these believers did in Acts chapter number 4, and you will praise the name of God's holy child, Jesus. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.